Welcome everybody to Season 1, Episode 3 of Applications, Athletic and Life. This week we actually had the opportunity to interview a really amazing young man by the name of Brant Weiss. Uh, played at Toledo with our co-host John Coy, and uh, boy, he's just been all over the place. But who better to tell you than him? So let's get right to it. consider you like the definition of like a journeyman like from like high school to college and what you went through with at Toledo to like the NFL and everything so like if you could just kind of give us a rundown of that I mean yeah, introduce yourself a little bit there Brent yeah so I mean my journeys it's definitely been a long ride um, from a small town uh, north of Columbus of uh, Sunbury Ohio and I walked, yep, big walnut, baby. So, so I walked on to Toledo as a 220-pound tight end. Um, and I remember we were going into our first camp, and one of our coaches pulls me aside and said, hey, if you um, want to have any chance at going to camp this year, we're going to have to move you to offensive line. And then after camp, of course, you'll move back to tight end. So I make the move to offensive line. Thinking that I'm going to move back to tight end, which obviously never happened. Tough. That's tough. <laughs> that <laughs> was not good for the brand. <clears throat> but uh, Not good for that eight-pack that you came yeah. in with. Yeah. You maintained so, it for a while, though. I, I, Dude, I tried as hard as I could to maintain that. But uh, I think you're one of the only humans I've seen at, like, 300 bills with a six-pack. Yeah. So, yeah, so long story short, walked on at 220. Uh, was able to earn a scholarship, and I put on probably 90 pounds at Toledo, Ooh. and uh, graduated weighing 300 pounds. Oh no, that's 80 pounds. My math sucks. Yeah, <laughs> Toledo. Toledo. Uh, yeah. So, but all in all, I've gained over 100 pounds in the last five years. Um, but so after Toledo, uh, went undrafted to the Cards. Uh, so lived in Arizona for about a year and a half, um, had camp, got released, did a league called the AAF, which I'm sure you guys know. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then that folded, got after that folded, uh, went back to the cards, uh, then got released and then got picked up by the Chargers. After the Chargers, um, I got hurt, got released and then uh, decided to do the XFL for kind of one last go around. Nice. And where was that? Um, the XFL was in New York. New York, okay. The Guardians? Yeah. Yeah, the Guardians, nice. yep. They had a really cool Sphinx-looking logo. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I was really happy because I thought some of the other teams kind of got oh, shafted a little bit on their mascots. They got a ball on those. <laughs> but, uh, but our mascot was pretty hard, man. Yeah, it looked <laughs> and really we had cool. A, and we had a good little color scheme going, so it was nice. Yeah, definitely. So, what years were you um, were you with Arizona, um, LA, LA? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> LA, LA. I was with uh, last last season, so 2019. Oh, awesome. Yep. So you got to meet Cliff Kingsbury at the Cardinals. <sighs> yeah, I did. Uh, nice. He's yeah, yeah. He was a really cool coach, actually. I didn't get. I wasn't there for a long time uh, with him, but. Um, no, he was definitely a good coach. 
Nice. I was going to say, he you was the... Tell, uh, you could tell right away. Kind yeah. Of like just walking it, in. Yeah. He just kind of had a different energy about you him. You get it, that vibe like. around those yeah. coaches. You know, certain guys are just different. Yeah, like it, the draft, man. He got a lot of buzz going around him with sitting there just relaxing in his pad. Oh, yeah. It, it's <laughs> it's pretty easy to pick up vibes from coaches quickly. I feel like we got that from, like, Campbell. I got that from Campbell, at least. Like, you definitely got when you are at Toledo, like, D1 football is like a business. But, like, at the same yeah. time, like, there was a genuineness about him and a yeah. lot of the guys on his staff that you could definitely feel. Yeah, I mean, Campbell is still one of the greatest coaches that I've been around. He understands Division people. One college football. He understands how to win, and he understands people and what goes into good recruiting. Yeah. So like, that – I don't know. For me, that was well, – dude, that was one of the hardest times of my life, like no doubt. I know you went through the grind, like getting a scholarship. Oh, we both – like, yeah, we both did, I brother. Mean, I was there for maybe a year and had, like, the most adversity I could think of in, like, a year, like, going through all that, playing on the injury and all that s- stupid stuff. But, like, exactly. But like the people that we were around between, like, you guys and, like, the coaches, like, I feel like I learned so much and really became, like, a man during that time. Like, didn't realize it at the time, like, you know, but, like, I don't know, made oh, a big difference. And you do. I mean, my first year at Toledo, I hated it, but I think I hated it just because – it was so different from being in small town Sunbury. You're in <laughs> Toledo, which is a totally different environment. And oh, yeah. I don't know, like I learned how to fall. Like I love Toledo now, but, and you're just around a group of guys that you don't know, but that's how sure. you like build new relationships. And I mean, everyone at Toledo, like, I mean, you, you and I, John, haven't talked for a while, but we're still boys, you know, like we don't need Absolutely. to talk all the time. Oh yeah, all the time. Any of the literally anyone from that team, I remember like going down to that bowl game. Like that, the bowl game was big too. Like, cause you know you see a lot of guys in the locker room and around, but like you stick with your position group. Like, yeah, you stick with your position group, and especially as a freshman, you stick with freshmen. So like, yeah. <laughs> for me, the bowl game was like that was really cool getting to see you guys kind of a little bit in your element and be around the coaches in their element and like. That was a binding experience in itself, I think. Yeah, was that the uh, Go Daddy Bowl that you yeah. went to? Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay. Great commercials. Yeah, great commercials. <laughs> great commercials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I, had, I mean, like just that in itself, like spending time around the whole team. I mean, like I still go back and look at pictures of all of us at like the the naval ship and at the hotel with the the spirit ambulance yeah. and everything. And I'm like, man, yep. there was. There were some really cool people all around us, man. Like, that was just oh, yeah. great vibes. No doubt. Crazy experience. <laughs> who? I mean, who do you think they're, like, inf- like kind of influence you, ma- helps you make, like, a life shift? Because, I mean, you know, like we said, you come in from a small town, you're just a kid. You think you got it all figured out, think you're going to go play tight end. Like, I have a tight end there now on scholarship. And I've been telling him since he was a freshman that he's going to be an offensive lineman, and he thinks I'm joking. Yeah. But I hope he listens to this because he's going to be like, you son of – you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but, like, I mean, do you think there was – like, do you think it was a specific coach or do you think it was just the experience that kind of well, made you grow up? As far as coaches go, I would definitely say Coach Manning taught me how to get out of my shell. I mean, I remember yeah. when, I, when I first – got there this was during camp 
it was like my second day being an offensive lineman and we're in <laughs> meetings. It's like 1030 at night because my first year we went to meetings till literally 11 p.m. Oh, wow. wow. And, Crazy. and I and and I had to take a leak and I was like I raised my hand in the very back corner <laughs> and he's like, oh, what do you want, Weiss? <laughs> and, and, I, right. and I and I and I politely asked, hey, can I uh, use the restroom? And he said, what'd you say? And I said, uh, can I can I please go use the restroom? He, he said, I, I still didn't understand you. I said, can I go pee? He said, uh, say it again like a fucking man. And I said, uh, can I go take a piss? And he's like, that's better. We'll get, we'll get you changed. So I, w- I would say he kind of helped turn me more into a... The, a man from this like shy kid right. from Big Walnut. Man, I never, please relieve myself. Like, no. yeah, yeah, because I mean that's that's how I grew up. Oh sure, yeah. You but respect I mean, the older I, elders, and you make sure you're polite and exactly. But I, I, I mean, I'm thought def- about that, like how he handled yeah. some of those situations in the meeting room. Like, I'll never forget some of the stuff like going up and singing in front of everyone while you're like cupping <laughs> cupping your oh, nuts yeah. Yeah. and like. We can't oh, talk no, about dude. that right now, man. <laughs> dude, yeah, I can edit. We're, I can edit. We'll be alright. <laughs> yeah, but like I don't know. Like I know. I guess I. I do think of those things because when I have meetings and I'm with my kids now, like you know, we talk about some things. You know, that aren't football. Or they, they, you know, we talked about some things maybe about girls or relationships, and like yeah. I still do that. Like you know, like I remember coming in and he had uh, the Walmart song on with the girls twerking one morning before yep. camp. Yeah. Like, if you guys, if you guys don't have a good day today, like I, I can't even explain the rest of what he said after that. But that like, was uh, that was Wally 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 yep. World. Yeah, <laughs> I yep. still remember. I remember that exact moment, man. Yes. So, so as far as coaches go, definitely Manning and Campbell. Um, as far as players go, honestly, it wasn't really one specific player. I would say. Yeah. I mean, I just like would watch some of the older guys and how they'd interact with each other, but. I mean, I had a pretty tight-knit group there with linemen, and I, I tried to make a point to talk to everyone, so I kind of felt like everyone influenced me. You were um, like the class clown of the group, I felt like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, like, uh, you know work hard, play hard. You time. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the motto, but work hard, play everyone hard. Everyone respected it. Yeah. Dude, being able to come and, like, go and, like, watch you, like, on TV, like, seeing you from, like, no, but, like, seeing you when I came there and, like, you weren't, you're probably, like, 275 when I came in, 265, like, you were still pretty lean and, like, you were just goofing around kind of during senior practices and, like, I remember you grinding and, you know, making, you know, I remember maybe even working out with you on some Fridays mornings yeah. and, like, then making, like, the travel team. And then I'm like, holy cow, this dude's out here on the fuck, like, he's starting. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you got picked up the Cardinals and I'm like, dude, couldn't happen to a better guy. Yeah. <laughs> what, were, what, 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 what were we on? We, what did we call our scout team? The, the gray bullets or something? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they had the defense in white, offense in blue. And then we were in these grays. They would just you'd come in and you'd have a new number every week. Yep, every week. <laughs> and like, and like, dude, There's, I swear there was no subs for scout team. Like, of ever course not. Either two likes. Like, you were just grinding. Like, you were going 
there was ne- well there there was never subs for scout team but it was a hell of a time and oh, i will yeah. say there was a point kind of we, we dogged some kids dude we, <laughs> oh we really, reading 100%. a card is so much nicer than like trying to remember everything like oh this is what i gotta do go do <laughs> you it just, like, all right cool you literally just look at the picture it's so yeah. nice i can't but, tell uh, you how many times we blew hess up on double teams and like he would just get so angry and then like come the next play and embarrass us and then oh my god when <laughs> when forth. that man when that man wanted to go he would go there was one time uh where we we were switching tempos in practice from thud tempo to live tempo and yeah. I was I wasn't sure what tempo we were going, so <laughs> I, I a- so I asked the guard next to me. I said, "Hey, are we allowed to cut? Because in live tempo, we're allowed to cut the defensive lineman." Ah, there you go. And uh, and the guard goes and tells me, "Yeah, we're live." So I go and cut Hess, and the dude just socks oh. me on the <laughs> ground. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I stand up. I'm like, "What was that for, man?" <laughs> So apparently I, I I did get the tempo wrong. For some context, <laughs> this this guy is uh, I mean he played for the Raiders for a couple of years, right? Yeah, he's still he, in the league. I forget what he's team on, he's with. He's now. on Philly now, I believe, or he was. He had a big block, I think, last year, a field goal block, and in the playoffs. In, in the playoffs, yeah. Yep. Oh, nice. Just yeah, this dude's a dog. Uh, that way. I was going to say, I, I was a freshman, <laughs> freshman kind of playing some varsity. I, I played D3 ball, so I'm not quite as your, up to your guys' snuff, but we had a kid no, that was a guard. It was a first-team OAC against Mount Union. Like our, okay. I was at Marietta, so uh, Mount Union, John Carroll. He was a first-team guard, and I remember coming across the line. I'm like, yeah, I got – wait a minute. Nobody touched me. And I remember looking over to my right and just seeing this blur of Bluto, just boom. Knocked yep. me out by cleats in about two, <laughs> I was about 275, 280, and he cleaned my clock. It's like, well, yeah. that's called a trap, guys. I've never, I, ooh, I'd never been hit that hard before. I was like, okay, that's why he's first team OAC. I see that. Yep. <laughs> man. <laughs> hey, there's some dogs at every division, man. Don't get Oh, absolutely. Wrong, I, was, yeah. I was at Marietta when uh, Pierre Garçon was there. At Mount oh, okay. Union. Yep. So a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah, just, just a few. You know how that goes. But, um, I mean, I'll be honest, I'm kind of interested. Um, if you don't mind, uh, could you take us through the process that you went through to kind of go from Toledo to the pros? You said you weren't drafted. Um, did you go to the combine, or did they just see some tape? So I wasn't – yeah, so that process actually is pretty interesting. Um, I wasn't a combine invite, but – I like I had no ambition of playing professional until about <laughs> my junior year of college when I could actually see myself, okay, like I think I have enough talent to do this. I had some people telling me that I have a legitimate shot. So then I kind of made that my goal is, yeah. um, okay, I, if I can do this, I'm going to try my best to do it. So obviously working to that, had a good um, senior season. And I think it helped that I got um, first team all Mac. I think that probably helped oh, with like nice. the hype around me. But so after the season, um, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do pro day and train for that. So I took very minimal classes my second semester because I really just wanted to focus on pro day and getting my numbers right. Basket so, weaving, ballroom dancing, the good stuff. Yeah, no, literally <laughs> that's what it was. I took, I think I took two classes maybe. Nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even sure. So pretty much it was just 
I would work out in the mornings for four hours with um, our strength coach because some guys, um, even if they weren't combined invites, they'd train elsewhere and their agent would pay for it. Oh, cool. Um, but, I, but I wanted to at least take some classes and kind of stay in the Toledo area. So I trained with our strength coach, uh, Brad Bechet, and you know would work out in the mornings and do drill work in the evenings with um, one of our GAs at the time, uh, Josh Hendershot, who's now at Dayton, and um, kind of just did that. Had a good pro day, and I think that's kind of what got me noticed. Um, put up some really good numbers, and Oof. we're good. I can edit it out. Yep. <laughs> I think you forgot to put his thumb down. That's all right. <laughs> he had a good flow going. Yep. <clears throat> oh, he'll be back. There we go. Okay, you good? Yeah, yeah, we're good. Go ahead. Okay, sorry about that. that. You're right. I can edit that out. Okay. Go ahead and pick it up. Yeah. So, anyways, I had a really good pro day. I put up some good numbers, and I think that's kind of what got teams interested in me. Um, so it's kind of just the process of okay, I'm waiting till the draft. Don't really know what's going to happen. I've heard uh, literally in my situation, you would just hear different things all the time. Like, oh, you could get. Um, you could be a late round draft pick, and at the time I'm naive and I don't really know any better. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I, I could go six, yeah, seventh absolutely. round, man. Who know, Who knows? Mr. So, Relevant, uh, right here. Right? Yeah. So you know, a draft day comes around. Obviously, that doesn't happen. But I get a call in the, about the fifth round by the Cardinals saying, "Hey, um, we're gonna take you." And then my agent calls me and said, "Hey, I think this is gonna be a good situation." So it just kind of happened like that. Also, during that time, I went through the process of like going through my agent, which is like another thing that um, <laughs> honestly never really gets talked about, or at least not in the talks that I've been in. So like sure. that was kind of, that was kind of hard because you just like how to pick an agent in my situation specifically. It's like I'm not the biggest recruit out there, obviously in college football. Yeah. But I did have, like, some agents reaching out to me during the season, and it's kind of just, like, dis um, fishing out who is going to be a good agent and work for me the way that I would work for me or, yeah. like, who just... It's going to grab and run. E exactly, and that's that happens more often than not, and Gosh. a lot of my friends have to told me horror stories with their agents, so... Yeah, I bet. Yeah, so that's kind of a stressful process because you don't really know what you're doing. No one really helps you out with it you just kind of have to figure it out yourself sure so they did they take you or were you an unrestricted free agent that they grabbed off the waivers no they they i, I was an undrafted free agent so they okay. they picked yeah so they undrafted. picked me up yeah awesome um yeah so so you went to camp yeah so i went to camp uh stayed there all preseason um then just i uh, got released after that Okay. Didn't didn't really know what was going to happen because it was my first time through it. Um, sure. Had a few workouts with some teams, and so it's actually funny. I had a workout with the Browns, and hey. <laughs> my 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 agent calls me and says, "Hey, the Browns um, want you to drive up there tonight." <laughs> so so I had to. Uh, so I was actually out hunting, <laughs> and I w literally just packed up from my tree stand packed a gym bag and then drove straight to Cleveland had a workout in the morning 
Uh, my agent's like, they're going to sign you. Uh, you're the only guy they're bringing in for a workout, which is a really good, which is a really good sign. Sure. Uh, So I, so I do the workout, things go well. I think they said they'll let me know within 24 hours. And then like, that's when they fired their whole staff or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, thanks for coming, but we're not there anymore. So yeah, exactly. So, so that was kind of interesting. So then after that, um, continue to just work out, stay in shape. And then a league called the AAF, yeah. um, kept reaching out to me. And at first I didn't want to do it. Cause obviously I'm thinking, okay, this isn't the NFL, but then you look into it and it's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, I'm going to be making pretty much practice squad salary for those yeah. 10 pretty weeks. Pretty decent to start with. Yeah. At least yeah. Get your name yeah. out there. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it did work out it worked out for me. So ended up starting, but I got hurt game one. Uh, and and then obviously the league folded. So I never came back, but fortunately still got picked back up by the cards. Oh, nice. Which team, um, did you play for the AF? Uh, the Arizona hotshot. So I pretty much, yeah. So I pretty much lived in Arizona for about a year and a half to two years, which, uh, no, I man, I love Arizona. Hot. You like <laughs> a little it? warm, a little warm. Uh, it's a little warm, but honestly, summers here are way worse. The humidity is nasty. It's yeah. the humidity that kills you, man, and it, no one like knows it unless you've been to Arizona. You don't know really. It's just it's way better out there. Oh wow! Yeah. Um. So then you went from the a- AAF to the XF XFL. <laughs> No, no, I went. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a crazy timeline. So I went from the yeah, AAF back to the Cardinals. Okay. They picked me back up after that. So nice. they picked, I was there for. It's actually funny. So the AAF folded. I drove. My car was out there, so I drove over thirty hours back home. Ooh. I'm in Columbus for twenty four hours, and then I get a call from the Cardinals saying that I have uh, that they want to sign me and then i fly back to arizona only now i don't have my car out there uh, <laughs> so <laughs> so that was kind of fun yeah it, it, it was funny so yep so so i gotta ask as, as a football fan uh who who have you met through all of this that's a really cool person like i'd be like man larry fitzgerald have you met larry fitzgerald yes i have and just like Honestly, maybe have said one to two words to him, but just sure. the fact that you're in a meeting His room with a guy dude, like right. him, and I I don't fangirl a lot over people, but it's just like that's <laughs> that's oh, someone gosh. that that's uh, no ser- seriously, but that's someone I literally remember as a kid watching at receiver, and it's just like wow, oh. I'm in a room with this guy. And he's acting like a straight clown and not oh, anything no what I expected. Yeah, I mean, no, he, he just had a great sense of humor, but it's something that from the television you don't know, you know. Sure, I mean? he's a real, he seems like more of a businessman, straight business. He, yeah, you know, when but. When he's out there, but, oh, that's funny. He, he, has a, he has a great sense of humor, and it was just, it was really cool to, you know, be in a meeting room with him. And then yeah. same with, like, uh, Philip Rivers is just like someone that, that was, everyone. That was the next one I was going to ask yeah. you about. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, so someone that everyone grows up idolizing. It's just right. like, 
I remember being in an elevator with him, and he knew exactly who I was. And oh, wow. Well, he's got 12 kids, yeah. so he's got yeah, his so, names. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he really is, to be honest. That's awesome. Like, That's I remember the, the mic'd up with him. He was, like, the goofiest dude. Like, he doesn't curse. He doesn't. But he, and it's just hysterical <laughs> to hear what he uses instead. <laughs> but he talks so much trash, but it's so right. great. Because so he doesn't goofy. Count, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You darn tootin' over there, what are you doing? You're like, what are you? <laughs> yeah. And you hear people yeah. like Ray Lewis, and you're like, ooh, I shouldn't use those words on the... <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> it's actually a funny story, because his cadence, there'd be a few times where somehow he'd be at quarterback while I was at on the oh. offensive line. And <laughs> I better block good, I better block good. <laughs> well, exactly, but you hear him in the back, and his cadence, He just ta- he's having a conversation with himself during his cadence, no way. And it's 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 like it's really hard to pick up on. So he'll just go from like calling he'll just go from calling out a linebacker to you know say hut and it's like okay I didn't know. Fifty four some mics said hut. Yeah, oh God, yeah. What, what am I doing? Yeah, I didn't know where probably we were actually, going on that. That's funny. You get used to it though. It probably helps. Like, oh no, it's really effective. Mean? Oh yeah, because it's different every time. So yeah, it's almost like using a different cadence every time. Yep. Too cool. And then, um, who was the uh, the coach with the Guardians? Um, I feel like that was somebody that was. Oh my gosh! Is it bad that I already for Kevin Gilbride? <laughs> okay, I was. Yeah. I was right. There were some pretty decent names out there for the XFL of coaches, like June Jones and some of the other big ones. That yeah. Were, were any like day. coaches or players in the professionals like impactful on you, like college, or was it really just like you show up, kind of do your work, and leave? I'm not going to lie. It's a lot different than college. And I'm sure yeah. those I'm sure those relationships are made, um, right. but it, it just didn't happen to me. Right. It's just in my situation, I just – I didn't really get to develop those kinds of relationships with the coaches, you know. It's more yeah. – it was more of a uh, business. Straight business talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. What about any players? I mean, have you met any people that are like oh, yeah. I mean, I, close I, friends like how we have with people in college? Oh, yeah, 100%. And because everyone's kind of in it together, you know, everyone knows mm-hmm. the business. Um, so, yeah, that's that's like the cool thing is I've got to make so many friends at Toledo. And then I've got to make so many friends on the different teams, especially bouncing around as much as I have. Like, I've gotten to make friends – on all those different teams, you know, so that oh, has yeah. been pretty cool. Yeah, man, that's a cool experience in itself. So, I mean, like, what's what's on the agenda now? I mean, are you going to stick with football? Are you planning to move on? What are you thinking? So, I mean, obviously, it's just everything kind of changed when COVID happened just because mm-hmm. – I went from, you know, playing in football thinking, okay, I'm going to get a lot of film to now that's all taken away. And I honestly, I'm just staying in shape right now, kind of seeing what happens. Um, If nothing happens, I'm not going to be hurt. But, you know, if something does happen, then I will probably take the opportunity. So I'm just kind of playing it safe right now. What do you get yourself involved in when you're not doing football activities? You're just working out. Uh, you know, I work out. I make funny TikTok videos. I've seen, I saw the uh, <laughs> I saw the the speedo driving range. 
Yeah. So that something I wish I wouldn't have seen, to be honest. (laughs) That that was one dude. That was so I used to swim for my my last two years of high school. I went from wrestling my whole life to swimming my last two years. So it's it's kind of a change up. But that speedo was from high school and I saw it um the other day. When you were when you were two twenty, correct? Yes, yeah, yeah. No, like Dude, I wasn't even, even 220 lighter. then. I was I was Dude. lighter when I was rocking that. So, so I You're see this rock. and I'm like, okay, I can make some good content with this. <laughs> and the first video I put up gets like 30,000 views. Oh wow! And I'm like, and I'm like, okay, like this is gonna go somewhere. You hit the and algorithm, then, baby. And well, I know, I've hit it. I've hit the algorithm a few times, luckily, but. Uh, so oh, I'm yeah. thinking, okay, everything I do in this speedo is going to be gold. So I get onto this golf course with one of my buddies, and <laughs> I change into the speedo, get butt naked. There's literally golfers around <laughs> us. And I'm like, okay, film me and don't stop filming me. And anyways, I put the speedo on. There's like a group of 60-year-olds that <laughs> show up behind us, and I cha- like, they didn't see me. I changed immediately, but I still have my speedo on. So I had to golf the next four holes Ooh. with my speedo from when I was 180 pounds. Just riding right up there. Just, sure. just <laughs> every hit just rode up a little bit more, you know. <laughs> Smuggle on grapes while you're at it. <laughs> and then, and then I actually get the video, and it gets like 400 views. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, so, so that that one was tough for me. That's but, a tough day on the course. Yeah. So. Nice. Honestly, that's kind of what I've been doing. Just taking it easy right now. Uh, kind of in limbo. Yeah, exactly. Just kind of figuring out what I want to do. Because uh, I'm I'm not in really any pressure to figure anything out at the moment. I, can, I have enough leeway where I can take my time. Nice. Do you ever feel like um, football itself is something that's given you that you want to go back and coach maybe later on? High school, different levels? Well, it's funny because football has given me way more than I ever expected it would. But also, I, I've seen, like, growing and seeing the other side of football now, like how recruiting is done and things like that. I don't know if I could see myself really doing that. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's interesting. I, I don't foresee myself really coaching maybe at, like, a high school level but i could see myself getting in like the strength and conditioning part of it just because it's very unbiased yeah uh you, you can develop a closer rela- yeah you can develop a close relationship with the guys You're spending a lot of time with the athletes a lot more than the coaches are exactly and that's what like being like the strength coach you spend honestly i think you spend more time with the athletes re- except during the regular season um than the coaches ever do. So to go on, to going from Rudy to uh, what is his name, Brian? Uh, Brad Boucher. Brad, sorry, yeah. How was that change in style for you? Is that a good change for you? So it, it was the right change, I'll say. So Rudy, definitely. I mean, you had Rudy. Yeah. Um, the curse every <laughs> name in the book and and one sentence at you. Um, but he he built mental toughness that like. I've have yet to see any other coach do. Yeah, no <laughs> like doubt, he bro. he 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 would get you mentally tough, and then by the time I had 
Boucher. I'd already spent three years with Rudy. I felt like I had like the mental part of the game down. And then with Brad, it was just he was really like a player's guy, totally different approach than Rudy, and um, just like really focused on your strengths. So it was like two totally different styles. And I really think like I personally lucked out by having both of them. Although I do miss Rudy sometimes, man, because like I'll try and what? wake wake up at like five a.m. Dude, I'll try and wake <laughs> up at like five a.m. to get a workout in, and I just like need Rudy yelling at me sometimes. <laughs> Rudy, yeah, that, I could do a whole podcast of. I need some juice. <laughs> D- different Rudy lines to no, people. <laughs> I don't think yeah. we could say any of the Rudy lines. On we here. couldn't say any of them, but they were great. <laughs> Man, I've Too seen funny. him a couple, maybe a couple. No, I haven't seen him. I've seen Chris. Remember uh, Chris, the GA, the strength GA? Um, I think yes. Was Chris. Yep, I believe I he, know who you're he talking went to about. O- he went to Ohio State. So I was down there for a couple of clinics and I had just lost like a hundred pounds and like he seen me and he was like, wait, you're Koi, like from Toledo, John Koi. And I'm like, yeah, he's like, dude, I got to take a picture of you and send this to Rudy. Dude, he'll never <laughs> believe this shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was so That's funny. actually great. I've, but uh, I've ran, I mean, I've kept in touch with Manny and those guys and it's the same thing. They're all like mind blown. It's like, yeah. Yeah. It's the guy that you guys used to uh, torture. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Ex- exactly, man. Now, have you been able to... Beat you guys, one-ups you guys, got you. Yeah. Fat Koi no longer. I know, dude. You look... Hey, it's crazy, dude. And props to you, because you did that pretty quick, too, man. But, like, a, you... St- you. It was a process. It, it was a process, but, like, I'm just proud, like, you stuck with it and... Mm-hmm. Like you saw the results, cause you feel, dude, you feel so much better when you're lighter, man, oh than my when gosh. you're heavy. It, it's gosh, it's yes. so crazy. <laughs> he Eric here went through it too, man. Yeah, I was three twenty yeah. in college and got down to two twenty later, but like ran like a marathon. Yep, one marathon. Oh really? Three halves. Yeah, it's it's a whole process, but it's you got to stick to it. That's it, yeah. It's it's tough. <laughs> it changes mm-hmm. your whole life though, not just like your physique, like. It changes your mental state and everything. Like, it's unbelievable. Oh, 100%. How things shift around you. Yeah, no, it's crazy. And I went through the opposite end of that by gaining over 100 pounds <laughs> right. in a and short time. You know what I mean? You're to be depressed. And... Be- because, I, because I know how it feels when my body functions when I'm lighter than compared to oh. how it functions when I'm weighing 320. Oh, gosh, it yeah. just hurts. <laughs> yeah, There's a lot exactly. of research that shows, like, your mood is directly reflected by what you put in your stomach. Like, Sure. Things that things that food that causes inflammation is gonna make you feel depressed. Like oh exactly. Make it. There's actually like they've done research on that. So like, if you're eating crappy, fattening foods all the time, not only are you gonna look depressed, like, and mm-hmm. your body's gonna look like junk, you're gonna feel like it too. Yeah. Mentally. So. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say the, know, it's insane to see some of those transformations, like Jeff Saturday, Joe Thomas, Matt Burke. Some of these like oh, yeah. big big dudes that yeah, I'm gonna Brant retire. Brant Weiss, <laughs> yep. right? Throw the name in there. <laughs> yep. Just retired and like. I want to oh, see the eight I'm pack, gonna... dog. Hey, the eight pack's back. I, I mean, I, I've lost a little bit of weight, not too much, but 
Gotten it's lean. back, baby. Yep. <laughs> well, that's all, all I've been doing during quarantine because gyms were closed. Or, I would do resistance band workouts and I would run and I would run. I've ran six miles and I've never done that in my life. But like, <laughs> that's what I it's was doing. It's invigorating, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it yeah, yeah. You know that uh, runner size like a real thing. You'd be done it and is. just not have a care in the world. Yeah. I need to get back to it, man. I feel so good when I'm running. I look so, and I look good too. Like it, it makes such a difference. <laughs> All right. Dude. All right. Hey, you just said it yourself, bro. You just, you, you just, you just said it yourself, bro. <laughs> Tone it you down say a yourself, bit. You just said it yourself, bro. He's feathered yep. and lethal coming out of there. Yeah. Hey, too I got funny. too much confidence. So you got to keep me humble. So why, why I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you guys a question. Why did you guys decide uh, to get into this? Is this just something that you wanted people to see the other side of football? Because I know this is new. Like sure. what? Uh... I'll let you go first, John. Um, my focus wasn't like specifically football. It's just I wanted to see – I want people to hear people and see people that I really enjoy just being around and talking to. Yeah. And, uh, I thought a good way to bridge it would be th- – through athletics just because through you, football. Made, you you build so many yeah i mean football you and the other guests we've talked to so far are football guys but like that's not it like i have some other people through maybe weightlifting um you know other sports i've played other people i've been around in communities through athletics you know and like i just think a lot of those people's in my life have been super super impactful um I want to be able to kind of keep in touch with those people and have other people be able to kind of listen in and hear their story, you know? Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, no, and this is a cool platform to do that on. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest, <clears throat> I'm kind of the same way. My background, my bachelor's in radio and television production. So <laughs> getting back. Oh, really? That, okay. Yeah. Editing I was going to say, <laughs> you have a hell of a radio voice. <laughs> <laughs> they say I have a face for radio too, but that's, that's yeah. totally different. But <laughs> no, that was I, when I went to Marietta. Yeah, John just got it. Uh, um, that was, uh, I wanted to be a radio personality and I was like, ah, what can I do to kind of get back into it? So I've, I've had like eight different jobs, but never one that's had something to do with radio. And I'm like, yeah, let's do this. And then as, as I'm starting to think about people, I'm like, I know an Olympian, um, a guy through shot put for Canada, um, you know, be able to talk to some people that have competed internationally. Um, so like, gosh, this would be neat. Just a, a nice platform, just a chat kind of lead a, a formatted discussion into what it, what have you done, you know? And, and like John, yeah. kind of get that word out because I'll be honest, I've never met somebody that's gone through college to professional for, for football. So it's like, yeah. oh, you know, what's that, what's that like, you know? Yeah, for <clears throat> me, like, I mean, you think, like, we work with so many different kids and, like, we might have – I mean, we were super fortunate last year to have a couple go D1, but, like – yeah. I mean, maybe you have one every few years at a lot of high schools, if that. And, like, for people to be able to hear that, I mean, that's one situation. Like I said, I have other people on my list, like other people that have lost a bunch of weight that I might, you know, want to have on or other, someone that coaches basketball and, and uh, you know, people that have just maybe even been through a lot and athletics was something that kind of helped anchor them down. So whatever it may be, I just think people are interesting. And I think the more yeah. you – can have conversations like this and the more you can educate yourself and it can just be a good thing you can learn a lot from it get a lot from it no i totally agree with that and now i'm this will be my third state coaching in 
So it's kind of neat that, you know, John and I coached in Ohio. I coached in Vermont before, and now I live in Wyoming. So, you know, it's kind of neat to get that, that all-around look and what's different out there. Because I know last week we had um, the kid we interviewed. I, I say kid. I coached him. Um, he coaches in Vermont. John's in Ohio, and I'm in Wyoming. So we had You're three. in Wyoming right now. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Yep, this will be my second year, second year coaching football and teaching out here. Is so, it uh, even? Is it summer yet over there? Is it still thirty degrees? I don't know how Wyoming <laughs> it's like, works. It's like sixty. It was like ninety last week, but oh okay. <laughs> um, you know, not many people, but a lot of a lot of fun. A lot of, a lot yeah. of deer, like pronghorn. I never, yeah. I'd never seen a pronghorn before, but now I can look out my window. I don't even know I what a pronghorn four. is. Think of an antelope. <clears throat> That's okay. what I like, like a cross <laughs> of. an antelope and an impala, because <clears throat> like they've got okay. the horns. But that sleekness of them. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting, you know, because in the state we only have 10 teams that are Division One. That's it. Oh, so, wow. Like, our conference is our, our league, which is our division. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, that, it blew my mind. Like, so, you know, I'm still trying to process, like, you know, it's nine hours to go to one of our, our games. It's all the way over by Utah. Like, we're two yeah. hours from South Dakota. This other team's nine hours. It's almost by Utah. So we have to spend the night for that. But then, like, our con- we don't have – we have a conference, but it's different because they they take the final rankings, one through ten, and then all of the even teams are one and all the odd are in another. And it, it was like, oh, at least that's the way I, I kind of interpreted it last year. Yeah, like, oh, that's, that- that's – Interesting. So all states yeah. one thing, and then conferences another. It was just, it was interesting coming, you know, coming from Ohio, where, gosh, there's ten teams in our, our, our you know, the NOL had so many, and <laughs> all the other ones. Yeah. Like, wow, it's interesting. Exactly. Right. Yeah, you that like, is. You'll have twenty teams in a region in Ohio. Right. Right. Oh, I mean, the, the, the level of play is still there, but it's just seven odd. divisions. The the and then you go know, you got the nine man football out here. Colorado's got some nine man. It's it's interesting. We don't play anybody that plays. Maybe it, that's your calling, Brandon. right? Nine man football. <laughs> nine you can man play football. two dudes on your own. <laughs> what about rugby? You ever look into rugby? Oh, uh, my brother played rugby in college uh, yeah. at Ashland. Oh, cool. But uh, I don't think I'm cut out for rugby, man. I'm tired of getting beat up on. To be it honest, takes such a kind of dude. <laughs> yeah. right. I mean, as I'm a I'm a wannabe pretty boy, you know. I never really wanted to be a lineman. <laughs> you're you're usually in your Sperry's with the chubbies. Yeah. And usually you're not collar. wearing a shirt, but if you did, yeah, it would be the button up double collar popped up. Yeah, yeah man. I'm, I'm a Ray-Ban, pretty boy. Ray-Ban shades. <laughs> I don't and know I'm if you still... know who my dad is, but uh, my name's Chad, and uh, it's always Chad. <laughs> Chad, yeah. Always. So, yeah, I even wore that when I weighed 320, so it didn't look as good, but, you know. <laughs> still got to exude that confidence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Too that's what I thought I, I had a mustache. I was rocking the mustache for about a year, Ooh. Ooh. and I, w- I went to this bar, and, you know, I'm thinking I look good with this dash. <laughs> And I, I, my buddy asked this bartender how I look, and she said, "To be honest, you look like a pedophile right now, man." So, so Do you I have a razor behind the bar. Yeah, no. Is so, that a turning point for you? So, so, so that night I went and shaved the mustache. I don't even care if I bleed; it's it's coming off. Yeah, it's coming it, off. It, it, it's coming off. 
That's Don't funny. let people influence you like that, dude. Well, they did. They did that time. Come on, <laughs> they you're better than that, Brand. <laughs> man, they took my. They took a piece of my soul. Away I was gonna say, but that. are we better than that when someone hits yeah. us deep like that? Yeah, that that was deep, Koi. You don't understand. <laughs> you don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> Too funny. All right, man. Well, you guys want to wrap this up then? Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, um, man. Thanks to Brent Weiss. Is it Brent? It's Brent, right? Brant. It's Brant. Brant, yeah. Brant, there we go. So thanks to Brent Weiss for coming on, talking on applications here. Um, check him out, right? You got said you got a TikTok? I got a TikTok. Check me out on TikTok. I kind of forget my username right now. I think it's B Weiser. We'll okay. drop the def- link. We'll drop the but, link when we drop. But definitely, definitely follow me on IG, which is um, B Weiser underscore. There you Used go. Used to be Budweiser. The Cardinals told me to change it. Smart team. Smart team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you hear about all those dudes, you know, like Laramie Tunsil and those guys, like, dude, clean up your social media. Not saying oh, you man. didn't, but I'm saying, like, yeah. in general. <laughs> yeah. If we can leave what... you with one thing from listening, clean up your social media, guys. Clean up your social media, guys. <laughs> I'll never – I'll leave you on this. I will never forget our social media meeting at Toledo when they showed someone's dick picture. <laughs> Oh man! Guys, take Dude, this down. <laughs> that was that was that's, one of the funniest moments of my life. I think that's they wild. they exposed that's, everyone. Oh, I don't uh, doubt it. No there, there was this, what, Were you there when Grant Sherman was there? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. When he, he posted was one of my something. Best friends there, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he posted a tweet and that just triggered everyone oh, on our team. No. Yeah, yeah, it was funny. Yeah. And All then right, he well, transferred he transferred like three weeks later, I feel ooh, like. Smart man. Smart man. You know what? Yeah, I'm just gonna yeah. go. Go ahead, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty Too much funny. how it went. But thanks again for coming on, sir. Um so check us out, guys. I know we're on inst- we're on Instagram. We are on Trotty Band Instagram. Um iTunes, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So check us out. Give us a rating. Um, anything else from you, John? Nah, man, I'm good. Thank you guys cool. for listening. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs>